Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. He is batting a 1,000. He is the person of the year. First, oh yeah, you want to be a sanctuary city state? We're going to send you the results of that to your cities. Now, he is not, he is not defying a lawful Supreme Court order. What he's doing is increasing the wire. The Supreme Court didn't say he couldn't do that. What they said is the federal government has the power to cut through the wire. That's a big difference. It's a lawful act. What are the feds going to do? And uh, I think it's not a settled matter about blocking areas of Eagle Pass that are state ground, of course. Fifteen states have now said they're on board. Uh, We'll play you Ron DeSantis, Dan. Just let me know when we have that one. That just came in a little while ago. Uh, Speaking about this, and I think in a very elevated way about the Founding Fathers and everything else. Now, we've been through this before. It used to be the governor of Arizona, Governor Brewer, female. Remember that? We had her on. We did a big thing around it. She wanted to enforce the laws of the country. The Obama people said, no, we're not going to let you enforce the laws, and we're not going to enforce them either as far as protecting the border. But Abbott hasn't been stopped by that. He has gone ahead and actually protected the entire country by what he's doing there. And as I said, 15 states now support this. Listen to uh, Governor DeSantis, who I think has started to find his voice on these things, talking about there's nothing in the Constitution that says we have to be invaded. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They put wire, they put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden saying you got to take that down to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. And I remark that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, And if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis an invasion, and that's Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution. Uh, so, so they're in the right. 
you also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many, many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien, they will not be given uh, over to ICE, and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books, and somehow that's viewed as okay. You have Texas who's acting to enforce the laws on the books, to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so, so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not gonna be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. Now, we don't know yet if these other states will send uh, the 15 states uh, more National Guard and equipment to bolster. You know what this is leading to. Biden's got two choices. Let it go. He appears weak. Or send in federal agents to do what? Now, Beto O'Rourke, or as our buddy Colonel Allen West says... Bob O'Rourke surfaces and he on Twitter says this is just like this is just like Governor Faubus and George Corley Wallace defying the Supreme Court and standing in schoolhouse doors. That's exactly what it's like. This moron who's probably running for office again. Uh, there's no way that it's anywhere near. He's not defying any order. They didn't tell him to take the wire down. They said the federal government can cut the wire. Well, keep on putting it up. Let's keep on putting more of it up. Let's see how many people they're going to bring in there to cut it. Now, this, even McConnell sending signals out because of President Trump's wins and because of all this pressure, they're going to go slower in the Senate with some kind of border deal. No border deal. No border deal till after the election. Don't do it. Don't do anything on this. Why in the world would we do this? And Governor Abbott is just boxed, in my view, Biden into this trap here. What I predict will happen, Biden will let some time go on this. But ultimately, I think he will try to send in federal agents. And this is not a situation to be taken lightly. You send in federal agents, they're blocked by the National Guard. Anything can happen. But uh, DeSantis and others, citing James Madison and the Constitution, are right on. And and, uh, he cited Federalist 46. I hope, you know, when I get done the show today, I'll put that up on Twitter. I hope people start talking about that. It's good when we talk about the Federalist Papers. It's good when we talk about the background of the Constitution. And this is very reminiscent to Larry Krasner with the appointment of a SEPTA prosecutor. Larry Krasner doesn't want to prosecute, which is his job, and he doesn't want you to prosecute. These progressives, and DeSantis hit upon that, all these sanctuary cities, they're not following the laws. The laws have been suspended to allow them to do it. So even I have to say, with what happened in the last couple of days in Texas, immigration is the number one issue now. Now, will that hold up as we see inflation and other things? We'll see. But for now, it is the number one issue. And there is quite a showdown going on. We'll take you uh, with Griff Jenkins to what he has seen at the border. 
around this. And uh, again, this is a uh, situation that's unprecedented. It is not like Wallace and Faubus. Oh, I know. The other thing. Beto O'Rourke has said, and this is going to be, this is, Dan, where really you're asking me before the show. They're calling upon Biden not to have to send federal people in, but to federalize the National Guard, to assume the National Guard under the federal role. Now, a president can do that. It doesn't mean it's correct. And it doesn't mean that the Texas National Guard is going to say, oh, yeah, we're under the command and control of Joe Biden now. Let him try to do that. Maybe he'll send Kamala Harris there with a uniform and a colonel's hat on or something. Can you imagine? Well, you often hear reports of these rank and file officers, whether they right. be, you know, National Guard, Border right. Patrol. They're they're frustrated that they can't. They're not right. allowed to do their jobs, and so now they're going to be told to go in there right. and stop others from actually doing the jobs that they want to do. I don't know if that's going to work. Well, and I don't know to your point that a great number of Border Patrol agents are going to go in and cut the wire. Told you the other day, I went back to the Fifth Circuit decision on this, and they said no, no one's drowning or anything else. They had uh, migrant ladders put out there, ropes to help pull them up from the river stream. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah, Rapunzel. Let down your golden hair. It's all finally coming to a head here on this. How in the world can't we win this upcoming election? My God, this is something that even people not paying attention, I think, this will draw more of them into this to take a look at what both sides are uh, engaged in. All right, so uh, 855-839-1210. By the way, we played you a lot yesterday. Uh, Here is, this will be cut two followed by cut eight, Dan, in rapid succession. Oh, I like that. These are the stylings of President Biden. We played you this one. He was at an event on abortion. Then yesterday I have one from a union event. And in one, you try to translate what Biden's saying. In the other... Listen to the <laughs> listen to the last car company he talks about at this United Auto Workers event. Here they go. We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Yes, all right. Followed by Because of you, Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa, all gave their workers double digit raises. Because of you. Oklahoma. Uh, Tulsa? Yeah. What car company? Uh, hey, what are Tulsa's? How's it Tulsa uh, doing on the stock market here? Notice, too, those are all foreign companies. that he was No American companies did he talk about with the UAW. Here's a piece of work, though, Dan. Because of you. This guy, Sean Fain. Uh, <laughs> this is the guy, Dan. Do you remember who he wanted to fight with? No, this is not the same guy. Yes, is it, is yes. it really? This is the guy oh. that wanted to fight with Senator Merriweather. The, the men in America, unless you want to get the benefit. The, the huge former fighter who said, I'm going to take off my ring. I don't want to tune you up with my ring on. Yeah. Listen to what he said yesterday, and he knows. He Even he admitted, even though Biden is the ultimate union label guy, President Trump, second to no Republican, has broken through with union members. Here's the head of the UAW endorsing Biden yesterday. Donald Trump is a scab. (laughs) (laughs) 
Donald Trump is a billionaire, and that's who he represents. If Donald Trump ever worked in an auto plant, he wouldn't be a UAW member. He'd be a company man trying to squeeze the American worker. <laughs> I love the analogy. Donald Trump stands against everything we stand for as a union, as a society. When you go back to our core issues, wages, retirement, health care, and our time, that's what this election's about. This election's about who will stand up with us and who will stand in our way. All right. So uh, he went on to admit either in an interview, I think it was an interview afterward, he realized that substantial numbers of the very people in that hall are going to vote for Donald Trump. It's the secret sauce. He's the Republican that has cut through, and maybe it took his celebrity, his swagger, a bunch of stuff to cut through this, of what some Republicans have been saying all along. Why do you want to be with the Democrats? Donald Trump is a scab. Then there's that, yes. (laughs) Can you see this guy? You saw a picture of him, right, wanting to duke it out with that monster senator from Oklahoma. (laughs) I'm taking off my ring now. I suggest you do the same. Can you imagine? All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. Let me give you the side question. we got a great one today. It should be a lot of fun. Side question today. Today is National Florida Day. We love doing these states. I remember when we did Jersey, we got the best results. Hit us with someone or something associated with Florida. I'm going to take off Dan Oranges. And I'm going to take off. Yeah, I'm going to take off. uh, It's yours yesterday, but I I think you have others. So I'd like to take off to get into the fictional thing, Miami Vice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Five o'clock shadow. By the way, Rose, a big fan of the stubble. Just saying that. Did you ever rock the Don Johnson? Uh, Yeah, I had the the pastel suits with the open. Um, I had no no, no shirt under it. I had a pink suit once. Oh, did you really? Yes, I did. Wow. With a blue stripe through it. Yes. Would you only wear it when you were super tan? Yes, you can't wear that. You can't in wear the pink winter. when you're pale. You can't wear that. No. Wear that in the winter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, the guy we hear behind us? Uh, actually, not from Florida. I think he's from Mississippi, actually, uh, but very associated with Florida, a specific part of Florida. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take off the board because I think that could be left as a separate answer. But uh, Jimmy Buffett. Ah, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And another thing associated with Florida that always fascinated me: there's a certain neighborhood in Florida that instead of roads, they have. Almost like canals, and they all have water planes, and they fly into their homes. And I, the idea of driving home in your plane is very Florida. <laughs> yeah. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Something Florida. We left so many big ones out there. You should be able to get in. And this uh, situation with Greg Abbott. Even I have to come around to say today, immigration, at least for now, is the number one issue in the country. And who's on the other side? Let, let's look who's on the other side. Wall Street Journal, cheap labor, the Bushes, the progressives, Cardinal Dolan. Is that the side you want to be on? Right? No, no, no. The average American's on the other side. They said we've had it with this crowd. You're not going to lecture us anymore, whether you're the Catholic Church, 
the Wall Street Journal, a bunch of progressives, all those elements that want more people to pour into the country for multitude of reasons. You're not going to win on this one. Governor Abbott is winning. He's showing the way how to deal with this. And President Trump ought to do some of the similar things when he's talking about this. Cite the type of stuff. This is very buttoned up. I have in front of me what Abbott put out as his statement. It's not defying the federal government of the court. He is defying the notion that the law will not be enforced. He's going to enforce the law. If they want to cut down miles of fencing, of uh, razor wire, have at it. Let's see if you can get in there and do it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Donald Trump, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Good Thursday, everyone. Time to your Dano show. So uh, Naomi Biden is uh, trying to lay out her own Jesse Waters because Waters said that uh, Joe Biden is not the best of dads, saying that's too personal. Yeah, well, uh, I get uh, Waters' point here. Given all, and it, it plays into the biggest thing I have with Hunter Biden, the whole Biden family on this. I am sick and tired of them using the shield of addiction and addict. Do you know what you're saying? You can't be critical here. Just diminishing all those who are listening, whoever came, drugs, alcohol, whatever it might be. You know, it's the same kind of cheapening stuff I think of, Dan, when people start to say, I'm addicted to shopping. Well, you may like to shop a lot, but you're not an addict. It's not like heroin. Come on. I'm addicted to sex. Oh, that's a good one. Right. Yeah, Bill Clinton. I'm addicted to sex. That's what it is. What's the therapy for that? (laughs) Right. Now, this, this constant weaponizing of how fragile an addict is. You know what you're doing with Hunter Biden. It doesn't look too fragile to me. He's walking around, swaggering around, walking into, uh, the, uh, the oversight committee until he couldn't take it when they started firing stuff back at him, particularly Nancy Mace. No, it's not over the line, given the Bidens, given what they've been into, given how they've shielded themselves. All right, so uh, 855-839-1210, uh, you get on board. We have uh, the border issue tremendously. Now we have... Um, We have Mitt Romney, of all people, attacking Trump on the border issue, saying it's appalling because, and Trump hasn't said this, he doesn't want the border solved because he wants to use it as a political issue against Biden. Well, A, the Senate Republicans are not solving the border. All they're doing is caving in and creating a shield so that Biden can win. And I'll say it, I'm not running for office. Yeah, there is political advantage to this. We put up with it this long. They have fought back against it. Why all of a sudden, 
would we not wait and use this to win the election? It's what the American people want. And then the settlement will be clean. The American people will be voting for someone in the case of Trump who will do what needs to be done on the border, not someone like Biden who would only grudgingly do something for a month or so, and even then not much, until he got away with it. And what Trump would do is say, you want to apply for asylum, you're not getting into the country. Now, Trump's failing, and you have to face it, everybody has failings. He didn't build enough of the wall, despite the difficulty in in the wall. And in a second term, from day one, from second one, you have to not be distracted, drill down on that, and go all out to build the wall. That's the thing that would help in addition to saying, okay, you're applying for asylum, come back in seven or eight years. Now get out of here, go back to Mexico. That's what it comes down to. You don't get to come into this country. You may not go back to your home country. Let Mexico figure that out. But we're not going to send people in here with a claim of asylum until it's adjudicated. 855-839-1210. And we're going to make it as uncomfortable as possible for people that are here illegally so they may decide to go back home. But this takes concentration, drilling down on it, consistency. That's the only way to deal. Saw Tucker Carlson. I don't know that I agree with this number. But a new study out extrapolates. They believe there are 22 million people in the country illegally. That seems a little bit high, but I I think it's 15-plus that are here illegally, maybe approaching 20. Hard to know, but it's an enormous number of people, clearly, that are already here illegally. And again, I gave you some of the usual suspects, progressives, a lot of the Republican Party even, Democrat Party, Wall Street Journal, Catholic Church. A few other entities, they want this. They don't want to hear that Americans feel invaded. You're sinful. You're a racist. You're a xenophobe. Uh, Dolan told people you don't get the gospel, you don't get Catholicism. Oh, really? No, I think we do. I think we're on track here. And this today is coming to a head big time. All right, Dan, you wanted to take one more off before I take some calls here. Associated with Disney Day. I feel like we got to just yeah. because it's it's it's, yeah. it's Disney World. Let's yeah, take Disney, Disney World. World. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I still haven't figured out why these people started criticizing on Twitter Ron DeSantis for his battle with Disney. I don't get that. <laughs> I was perfectly fine with it. Uh, you can criticize him for a lot of things. I think he made some great points in support of Abbott there. This is constitutional. They're the ones that are outside the Constitution. All right, let's go to uh, Dan in Horsham on Talk Radio 1210. Dan, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Dom. My uh, Florida thing would be NASA. Well, tell us why. We'll make your case. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you a quick, quick story. In 1968, yeah. I was 10 years old. We took my dad's uh, brand-new 1968 Ford Galaxy. We went on a two-week trip down to Florida, went down the East Coast, and drove back up the West Coast. 
And I remember when we got to Cape Canaveral and the guys explaining to us how the rocket's going to land on the moon and the guys are going to, you know, get off and then come back. And I just remember my dad looking at him in disbelief and he said, yeah, right, pal. (laughs) And uh, one one other quick thing. Now I'm 11 years old and I remember staying up till, I guess, 11 o'clock at night and later and actually watching them land on the moon. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Cape Canaveral, that was it. More than Houston and how they farmed that out. It was always Florida. That's where the launches were from. For obvious reasons, weather, location on the East Coast, etc. That's a good one. That used to really symbolize Florida. I'm not sure current day what the biggest thing is associated with Florida. Disney, we took off, would uh, definitely be one. There's something local that's associated with Florida that's pretty big. Ah, yeah. I think of that. Okay. Ah, yes, that's right. That was just in your year, though. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yes, that is an all-timer uh, that's associated with stuff uh, that's coming up in the near future and Florida. All right, it's 855-839-1210. You'll get in. Griff Jenkins is as good as we can bring you at the border. Great guy. He'll be here in a couple of minutes. We'll get his sense of, you know, the configuration. What is it that the um, Texas people are doing to block off the federal agents or troops that want to get in there and cut that wire. And all the governor is saying, we're going to keep on putting up wire. You want to keep on cutting it? Oh, well, let's see if you can get to where we're blocking it. This is this is extraordinary what Abbott has done. He sent two of the biggest things that are helpful to get people to see what progressivism are all, is all about. One, taking people coming into the country and putting them into these you know, he's done a great job. I like to say this is better, though. Martha's Vineyard. Ah, oh, what that was like when people were put into Martha's Vineyard. You can't go down Broadway any better than that. But two, saying, I'll follow your order. I'm just going to keep on putting up wire. You didn't say I can't continue to put up razor wire. And it's, you know, you know I've been there. I haven't been to Eagle Pass. The only way people in the numbers we're talking about, Dan, can get into the country, at least from my time there, is if the federal government is processing them and letting them. Some people can sneak in, but it's impossible to be sneaking in seven or 8,000 a day if you're really patrolling the border. When I was there, I saw it in El Paso. There were only six people caught that day. The reason? They had stopped. They, it was shut down there in El Paso. I told you some of the stuff they did to shut it down. So it's possible to really stop the flow of this, but not if someone shows up and says asylum and you just tell them, okay, fill out this paper, come back in 10 years. I've been to Cabo. Does that make me You've watched Narcos. Right. Yeah, I'd love to see if suddenly the Biden buses started nearing the estates over there in the Hamptons and people were sleeping outside the germaphobe there, what he would say about this. It is, it is just... And Beto O'Rourke surfacing and saying that uh, we now have, it's like the old South, where that's what they're going to use, George Corley Wallace. It's nothing like that. They're not defying the court order to do anything. The court didn't say they can't put up wire. It just said the federal government can tear it down. Is that what they're going to do? Are they going to go in there and do that? Can they get in there? 
And uh, if the state authorities won't, I'm telling you this, if Joe Biden, and he's sitting around now, Dan, as adults, or at least as the people running the government are, they're saying, one of them standing up in the room, Dan, and saying, oh, you know what? We'll federalize the Texas National Guard. I hate Texas anyhow. I hate all that rabble. We'll tell them you're under the federal government. You know what, buddy? Do it. Do it right now. Right there, you're losing the election. You try to federalize the Texas National Guard. You tell them we're the federal government. You don't have anything to say in this. We'll tell you. I want to see what's going to happen. I predict you're going to lose the election that very day. And for some uh, Trump's working behind the scenes. But don't you think Trump ought to be prepared here and say, I see this exactly like Governor Abbott. Cite some of the things to Sanis did. Come on, President Trump. Come on. Don't just blow around the thing. Cite exactly what you would do if you were in the White House and why Joe Biden is out of line constitutionally. Here's your moment. Do that. It's a layup. See if we can goad him into thinking he can federalize the National Guard. Dom Giordano Show, one of the all-time great guys in the field and in the studio, and an all-round wonderful guest is Griff Jenkins of Fox News Channel. He joins us here today on Talk Radio 1210. Uh, Griff, are you on terra firma or are you at the border? (laughs) Hey, Dom, and thank you. You are too kind for those uh, very flattering words, none of them true, but I do have fun running around <laughs> in the brush and war zones. And so don't tell my bosses because then they will want me to do it without being paid. I hear you. I think the same <laughs> thing. So, Rip, the, the first Listen. thing I, I wanted to get where my mind is right now, if we have this kind of standoff, give listeners, would you, a sense of where the park is, that park, Shelby Park, I think it is where they're blocking the Border Patrol slash feds. How does, how does that work? What is the Texas National Guard doing there? You know, I'm so glad you asked me that, Dom. And, and as, a, as a guy that started in radio in the 90s, producing the Ollie North radio show and the, and the Tony Snow radio show thereafter, before I became a reporter uh, on TV, uh, it's talk radio that you can really take the time to sort of process things. You can't get in, in 90 seconds on television the real full picture of what you're talking about here, because this is one specific little area in Eagle Pass, Texas, uh, along the you know 4,000-mile-long border from Texas to California. It's part of the Del Rio sector, and for whatever reason, the cartels have <clears throat> made it one of the ground zeros for the heaviest traffic, and that's why I spent most of September and October and part of December down there. And that's where Texas decided, listen, we work with you, Border Patrol, in a law enforcement partnership, Operation Lone Star, which Texas Governor Abbott stood up in spring of 2021 because he saw this coming. When they undid, when the Biden administration undid all of the Trump policies like Remain in Mexico, shifted to a mass release policy, Governor Abbott knew what was coming. He partnered with the federal government to get things under control. Now it's so out of control that Abbott said, well, I'm sorry I put you agents, border patrol agents, right here in Eagle Pass in this one little area in a difficult position, but 
you're going to have to get out of the way. We're going to do it if you won't, because this has got to stop. And that's why you're seeing Abbott saying that they're going to, quote, hold the line. And, and Abbott's been making the case. He was on Fox earlier today even saying, you know, by, gosh darn it, Texas has a constitutional right to defend and protect itself. And that the Biden administration, in his words, abdicated their responsibility at the federal level to enforce immigration laws in the books. And he's got a point. Now, let me just say that you are seeing in the 5-4 Supreme Court decision the, the court saying, well, you know, good argument, Abbott, but ultimately you don't have that authority. And I will say – and I'll continue to say, because I know so many of them, the great men and women of Border Patrol in Eagle Pass are in a real rock and a hard place, Dom, because at the end of the day, after you see the cameras rolling on Texas DPS arresting these migrants, Texas can't deport them. Texas doesn't have enough jail space in Eagle Pass, so they have to give them back to the Border Patrol in a later part of the process, which does make it more cumbersome and more difficult. But the point is being made, which is that Texas as a state has had enough mm -hmm. of the administration allowing it to happen. And so I think what you're going to continue to see is, and, and I put up on last night on Twitter, I put up the DHS letter that went to, uh, from, from DHS to Attorney General Ken Paxton, Texas, saying, you got till Friday, you got to let us back in this area in Shelby Park because it's right there under the port of entry. It's where these migrants have been crossing for two and a half, three years. And we have got to get in there and do, you know, the the, the duty of, of taking them into custody because that's how this works. I think ultimately Abbott loses it, but it's no doubt the next chapter in all of this. And by the way, I put out there for the world to see and broke some news with my sources. We've had more than 96,000 known gotaways. And that's what the agents that lose sleep over, that's what keeps those agents up, is the ones we don't know about. Because they don't want to be apprehended, usually, Dom, because they're not necessarily good people. And in many cases, they're criminals. And that that's all just a big part yeah. of this mess. Well, uh, I don't know that Abbott, though, is not following the court order here, though, Griff, in that uh, they didn't say he couldn't put up the razor wire. Do you think the Border Patrol would just continue sending people in there to cut it? Well, and so you're right. He's, I mean, look, Abbott's playing very uh, uh, in line with the law, although there is certainly going to be an ultimate standoff, which is kind of what I'm alluding to, which is Abbott just doesn't have the legal standing to take over the federal job of immigration. So stepping back about the razor wire, the razor wire started because of our reporting literally back in September. It was still hot, and you had thousands of Venezuelans particularly coming every day in those live shots. And during one or more of my live shots, you know, the migrants were growing in numbers of two, three hundred, even 400 a group. On the river, the river was high. Migrants were drowning. They couldn't get through what was razor wire then, much less than what it is now. And when the migrants, women and children, were getting caught in the razor wire because of the humanitarian concern for their lives, the agents would the the, the border patrol would step in and say, "Look, we have to cut this." Then the Texas National Guard would repair it and put it back up. And the argument became, well, 
the the razor wire isn't isn't deterring the migrants. So Texas said, well, let's put so much up there mm-hmm. you can't just crawl through it, which is putting themselves into sort of a self-inflicted humanitarian crisis, if you will. But they knew ultimately they would cut the wire. So that that's now where we are. And, you know, this time of year numbers drop, but you also have to look at the amount of razor wire in some of that areas. And migrants are simply choosing not to go through that. Now, they are also going elsewhere because now they know that's where the wire is. And you can't put this much wire across the entire border. But it is Abbott is playing, you know, uh, uh, true to the court order and putting it in places where they specifically were targeting the the high volumes of the past several months. And, you know, I think it's going to be fascinating to see come Friday afternoon. I'm not sure exactly what the deadline is that the, the, the administration didn't specify uh, an hour, but I think by Saturday morning, you're going to see uh, tensions perhaps rise between the Texas officials and the Border Patrol that are now being instructed by DHS to get back in there. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Griff, when are you on Fox again? You filling in, doing the news over the weekend? Okay, when will we see you again? So- you're going to see me uh, this afternoon and on Brett Bear tonight at 6 o'clock in Special Report because my story today is Chuck Schumer is on a mission to crack down on Zen, that nicotine alternative patches that particularly young people and sometimes maybe, although I can't fully uh, confess to it, uh, middle-aged adults that used to use tobacco that now found this alternative – You've got people up in arms that Chuck Schumer wants to get rid of Zen. So much so, Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina put a picture of his tin of Zen on his desk and said, come and take it, Chuck. So we got a a battle brewing here on Capitol Hill, and I'm going to be reporting on that this afternoon. And I guess the, the other side to it, too, is always this. Look, if we don't want people to smoke and this cuts down on the smoking, why in the world go after this? I mean... It's not perfect, uh, Griff. I'm not sure that, you know, everything has side effects, but it's better than people smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Well, that's right. Look, nicotine is not illegal, and you're, you, you can't buy it unless you're an adult. And what Schumer is basically saying is accusing Zen, which is owned by a parent company, Phil Morris International, of, of targeting young people, underage people, and hooking them on nicotine. But, you know, Philip Morris gave me a statement saying we are fully uh, uh, adhering to the the regulations of the industry and we discourage, you know, uh, and do not in any way target young people. But this is a product that's tobacco-free, smoke-free. There's no smoking. There's only an actual tobacco. It's just the crystals, if you will, of nicotine that that uh, is is being you know consumed here. And you got to be an adult to do it. So I think Zen's got a pretty strong case, although that's not stopping uh, yeah. you know guys like Chuck Schumer to go after him. And by the way, I had guys like Congressman Mike Waltz in an interview with me saying you got special operators downrange calling him and first responders that use this to stay alert, to stay on point. And it's a very important thing to them. And now this thought of Chuck Schumer going in and just killing it uh, isn't something that they're they're appreciating. All right, big question for Griff Jenkins. Uh, Dan tells me you gave a recipe to Carly uh, uh, Carly Shimkus uh, cooking with friends. What was your specialty? 
Is it Texas chili or something like that? Well, I gave her two that's in that book. And let me tell you, they're the best two in the book. One of them <laughs> is dry rub ribs. I'm a kid from Memphis, Tennessee. I grew up with the oh, Rendezvous okay. restaurant. And it's basically just stealing the recipe from the Rendezvous restaurant. And you can also FedEx ribs from them, which is way better than trying to do it the Griff Jenkins way. <laughs> but they are, they are, as you used to say in, in the South, they are slap your mama good ribs. So there's that. The other one is uh, grilled chicken, black beans, surfer burritos. Learned it in Mexico and Costa Rica. It's just wrapping up a whole lot of yum and uh, give you some energy, too, while you're at it. All right, Griff, we'll be watching tonight with Brett Baer at 6 o'clock. Thank you, Griff. Thanks for checking in with us today. Great to be with you guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Griff. What a guy. What a great all-time guy. Chuck Schumer, not enough to do, Dan. Let's take away something that adults are the only ones. Back and forth with this. My God. Ban smoking that, if that's what you want to do. Just stop it already. No, we want to tax it. We want to attack it. We don't want to ban it. All right, you heard what he said. Uh, Friday is a date where the showdown really will happen. I think it's underway, though. Abbott is stirring America again. They don't know what to do on this. It exposes the hypocrisy of this. Would Biden really federalize the Texas National Guard? We'll see. Dom Giordano, welcome in. Great stuff from Grip Jenkins. Our buddy Scott Presler will be here at 2 today. He's registering the Amish big time. And he's registering people, expatriates, in Israel. If the And what's Vince Fennerty done, Dan, by, say, 1 o'clock over here in Philadelphia? What's he doing out there to win for the Republic? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, let's see. I got a Dunkin' Donuts. I have lunch at the bar. I have dinner at the bar. Come on, Vince. Come on the show. We'll, we'll uh, motivate some paper you. towels from Walmart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Nikki Haley's a winner. Nikki Haley's going to win. I wonder what uh, Pappas is doing there in Harrisburg, the head of the Republican effort there. My God. Is Trump going to get it? Pivot toward, don't pay any attention to Nikki Haley, pivot toward Pennsylvania now. Oh, Joe Biden explained what Vince Fennerty did. Okay. Did you hear that? Yeah. Mess with the minute on America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> well, that's uh, still, still not clear. That's, yeah, it sounds like the Republican Party meetings over there at the bar in Bridesburg or wherever they are. <laughs> Invite me over. Uh, let's go to Vince in media. Side question. Oh, is this him? National Florida Day. Give us something associated. Person, thing, something. Florida. Uh, Dan, I saw a good one here. Fountain of Youth. Ponce de Leon was Florida. That's where it was. That's pretty big, the Fountain of Youth. Uh, Vince in media, though, has got a good one. Hey, uh, Vince, what do you have today? Hey, Don. Hey, Dan. How you doing, good. guys? Good. Well, the one I picked was the famous author Ernest Hemingway because he had that famous house in Key West with all the crazy cats, and that's where he wrote The Old Man in the Sea, and you can actually still tour his his house. Yeah, his estate. Yeah, uh, Hemingway, big one, Florida Keys, without a doubt. Dan, I've always attacked Hemingway as overrated, though, really, just... (laughs) I mean, yeah, well, look at this sentence. It's only three or four words and all that's Oh, God. It just... So so what's there's a draw of Florida for those who retire and such yeah. and snowbirds and all. Is it because of Ponce de Leon's Fountain of Youth? Nah, it's the weather. It's oh, just okay. it's going to be nice most of the Enough time. We're searching for nicest you know, weather. Eternal. Yeah, Arizona, you know, can be brutal. Florida, though, anytime I've been there, has been good weather. And I've been there during this time of the year. Hint. Oh, it's beautiful this time. Yeah, of the year. that might be something to consider as yeah. an answer to the side question. 
Gary in Newtown on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Gary. Hey, Don. Me and Copa for yesterday. I didn't know Chef Player D was the winner in the past. So my apologies. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So how about, can I give you what I would love to have come from Florida? Sure. And then I'll give you my side question answer. Sure. What I'd love to have come from Florida is the next Attorney General of the United States, Pam Bondi. Ron DeSantis. Oh, 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 Ron DeSantis. Okay. I thought you were going to say Pam Me Bondi. Too. Okay. Uh, that no, would be Ron interesting. DeSantis. Yeah. That's an interesting choice because uh, just that clip I played at DeSantis, this guy drills down on things He's second to none. Oh, exactly. Exactly. He knows the machine. He, he is the board. He's the machine. He knows how to undo all, everything. Like you said, he knows how to undo it. Yes. Exactly. So who do you so have? My side question. My side question has something, I don't think it's what Dan was referring to as in common with New Jersey, but New Jersey has Cape May, which is mile markers, or I'm sorry, exit zero. Florida has mile marker zero at the bottom, which is at the end of 95. Mile ah, marker zero. That's that appeal to that. All that's right. a good one. All right. I thought he was going to say uh, Europeans in Speedos. Oh, the Speedo. I've never really seen a guy in a Speedo. Have you, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, have you I've, not been to K May in the summer? It's like I haven't really I've seen one out of every twenty people. It seems. Uh, I could joke it, and I was on French beaches too, Nice and stuff like that. I don't remember any speedos. I know the French Canadians; they're the purveyors of that. You know, I can't imagine wearing a speedo for even ten minutes. Ah, oh, it just the, the answer that he referred to, though. It's still yeah. not on Twitter. It's crazy. This yeah, that's right. Idea. Yeah, there's a couple of big ones still out there. So. Get in with that, 855-839-1210. You'll get a line. Got an update on mail-in balloting in Pennsylvania. Two things about it. One, I 100% agree with. The other, I guess I'd be okay with it, that are being talked about to be done before the election. Straight ahead with Dom on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.